are recording, my friends. <laughs> Hang on, jeez. <laughs> Greetings, my excellent oh. friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film Podcast. Join us in our most excellent adventures through time as we discuss, discuss all, all genres, genres of film. film. <laughs> my name is Tim. With, with me, me in, in the booth. In the, <laughs> with me in the booth <laughs> is Al, Jules and Brad. How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. Oh, this smells strong. Good now. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, it, Brad poured it. I've so got a drive. Is that a problem? Probably. It's going to be... So in case you're wondering what's happened... I free pour everything, sorry. <laughs> Brad's just pulled out like a flask full of white pre-mixed white Russian. It's good and now... And so the reason... Oh, that's weak, man. What are you talking about? Is it? Um, yeah. I'm oh a softie these days. Maybe, maybe you got like the top part of the drink and I it's shook it up. Like the strongest. Oh, he shook it. Yeah. It so, was shooken. Um, so for anyone that's wondering, a, a Caucasian, as it's known as in this film, is um, Kahlua, vodka and milk. I'm just going to yeah, put that up that's there. Right. That, mm-hmm. That's right. And a black like Russian is Kahlua, vodka, and Coke. Coke. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. All right. We're in the booth. Um, in the booth. And today, listener Rick Gerbs is taking us through the circuits Rick. of time. Thank so you, So who Rick. is Rick again? So Rick is our cousin. Um, Does that mean he's my cousin too? Yeah. Um, and he's taking us back to 1998 to watch the comedy The Big Lebowski, thus I, the white I, Russians that I have just so. flowed into the booth. Mm. Um before we do that, at the San Dimas School of Film, we'd like to acknowledge and pay tribute to the first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the uh, first custodians of the land that we are recording on. Hit the booth, Jules. Gentlemen, we're history. I mean, char, man. (laughs) Shit. That is disgusting. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not the worst thing I've ever had, but it's kind of got like this musky dead flavour to it. I wonder if that (laughs) drink in particular was invented in 1998. And, uh, you know, the only real way to find that out, I reckon, just a gut feeling would would be... We could go back. Just to delve into... (gasps) History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. Ooh, it was in tune. It's good. Um, gets better and better. <laughs> gets better and better. Exactly. It's you. It's it's it always is. rad. It is. Oh. Um, ninety eight. Uh, sorry, uh, there's nothing about white Russians in That's here. That's a shame. That is a shame. Um, so Big Lebowski, ninety eight shot, uh, one point eight five to one mm. hour and fifty seven or one hundred and seventeen minutes. Also known as pretty much a Big Lebowski or the translation into whatever language you have in every country. Le, Le Lebowski Grand. El Grande Ooh, Lebowski. Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, most countries it was actually known as the Big Lebowski. B with really? the squiggle for no, I, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> backwards I didn't, B. I decided not to hang shit on them. Oh. So backwards sevens yeah, today. That's a, that's a shame. Um, Oscars for this year. Um, Save movie. Brother Ryan. No Titanic. Titanic. Oh, Titanic. Uh, best actors were Jack and Helen Hunt for as good as it gets. Um, Can anyone say that? Yeah. No. no. Great film. I found it a bit overrated. But anyway. Yeah, I loved on. it. I thought it was good. Um, 98. John Howard was Prime Minister of Australia. Google was founded. 
The Asian Ooh. financial crisis hit. Um, the International Space Station started to be built. Winter Olympics was in Nagano, Japan. Nice. Great 64. Oh, how good is the bobsled sled? <laughs> oh. Sled on track. <laughs> uh, Quebec tried to break away from Canada and Canada said no. Um, Canada said, I can't break away. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. They said, you are not allowed to leave home. We are a Bill and Ted podcast. That was fantastic. Um, Free Willy's Willy was let go. Um, What? The whale. Oh. So, yeah, Free Willy's Willy. That's not what I thought you were saying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. Um, Auckland had 66-day blackout. Poor New Zealand. Wow. Uh, The euro was agreed upon. Uh, as the currency, BMW bought Rolls-Royce, which pretty much ended uh, British motor car company ownership. Yeah. And the iMac was released. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, great. The iMac. iMac. I also we have to say... Of, we got a bit of booth. Yeah, just pass that booze over. I don't want it. I can't reach. Reach. All right, let's just get well this... Can we just get this done to start with? Cool. Did anyone look up how many times I said dude? No. no. Let, do you want, let, do you want, I didn't even know that was Shall we thing? guess? I found it somewhere, but I didn't write it down. Shall we guess? Uh, it was a yeah. lot. All right. More I'm than twice. Wait, wait, Jules? 97. Brad? Maybe 134. Well, I don't know. Oh, come, Three. Just play, for God's okay. sake. Get involved, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you got one right Russian in his 312. Brad's the closest, 161. Ooh. Look, just to put it in That's perspective, if, if what the rumours are true that Blink-182 named their band after Luke Skywalker Blinky 182 times in a movie, yep. they said dude nearly as many times as a dude blinks in a movie. Dude. A lot. Right. Yeah. Did that make any sense to you? Yeah, uh, it did. I said it very fast. No, 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 no. But anyway, there you go. One sixty-one. Apparently, so I was actually thinking about how many times someone would blink way. in a movie. I feel like it would be a lot more. I'm sure that's where they got their name from, or something like that. Yeah, no, I've heard that story too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, right. All right, go on, talk about it. All right, yep. Give us. Actually, <laughs> can I can I start? Can I start? I have something very very important to say. I don't think you guys are going to like it. This movie, like. So the way you experience Revolver is the same as how I experience this movie. Can I, I, do, so, I don't so, get it. Hey, can I so, chime in and say I don't like this movie? No, I don't get so it. So you're saying like it. that your experiences with this film was that you saw an edit that is not available anywhere else <laughs> other than the cut oh, that was gotcha. given to you that was purposely put together for the podcast. To make the most sense. Quite possibly. Now, you are holding the DVD in your hand. I feel like you've got some special cut. Or okay, this- so I've got no, I've got two versions of this. One, I've got the the real version and one, which I think I just found out earlier, uh, Al and it's I don't even know what language it is it's either Korean it looks Korean well I I would have bought it in Vietnam so yeah it doesn't look like Vietnamese characters anyway it's um, it is the Big Lebowski but I would like to read the uh, the blurb off the back Mm. Jeff dude Lebowski (laughs) is player uh, (laughs) sorry it's hard to read in this light is player in bowling circuit who is mistaken for Jeff Lebowski, the millionaire men. <laughs> men are demanding requirement payment of loan, all the while dude tries to explain that they have wrong guy. The million's daughter gets kidnapped and the kidnappers send back her severe toe, hit a ransom note. 
And they got oh, the, they I got the do bit right. Hey, look, I love that. They're not wrong. Went, oh, it's a great film. They're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. But I was saying, I do have another one that is a very similar thing of this, and I can't remember what film it is. But you read the back, and then you look back at the front. You read the back, and you go, "That's not even the same <laughs> film." Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, great. Doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah, explain it to us. You guys don't like this. Yeah, it's a real. It, I really laboured through it. Yeah. yeah. Is this the first time you've seen it? No. Oh no, I'd seen half of it. Second for me. Yeah. I watched it years and years and years ago, and I don't think I got it back then. It's about the three hundredth time for me, El. Yeah. Look, I got thirty three seconds into this film, and I'm like, "Yep, this is going to be fine." Yep. Like, and right. I've I've kind of tried to look a bit more into it and not enjoy it as much, but it I don't know. It just can't do it. Like it's definitely got odd bits that I don't get. Like, but I'm totally well. Like the whole, <laughs> yeah. I, I just rattle off a few. You know, like the whole uh, gutter balls, acid flash. It's just like, what is going on? That was, but, that was a real eye roller for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Isn't that when he's been drugged by? Yeah. Tree and why drug yeah. him? I don't understand the purpose of drugging So they can raid his house and try and find the million dollars. Yeah, but they could have done that anyway. The guy's a fucking bum. <laughs> they could have, that's it. They could have kicked him in the face once and be done with it. You well, know, that's like. the whole scene with the Malibu cop where he's like, he comes in and he's like, hey, Jackie Treon's trying to do this stuff. And he's like, hang on a minute. You're a nobody that's turned up completely wasted. Yeah. Why would we believe you? Like, yeah, Jackie, Jackie Treon's an upstanding a, member of our society. Yeah. Like, mm. I can see why they drug him. Yeah, okay. Um... Mm. And it fits in a film really nice. Um, this is our first Coen Brothers film too, yeah? You know what? I'm going to make a disclaimer. I struggle with a lot of Coen Brothers movies. I think the style, yeah. just I can't get it. Can you rattle off a couple for me? Oh, Brother, We're Out There. I never got you through. You didn't like that, no, did you? I couldn't handle oh, it. I loved that film. Yeah, I love that film. I didn't mind Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading's amazing didn't mind because... That. Yeah, no Country yeah. for Old Men. Th- yeah, again, fine, but super slow pace. Like, that's got a real slow pace. I love Burn me. After Reading because the J.K. Simmons... Scenes sum it up beautifully because they they sum the film up. They're like, mm. okay, so this guy's got this. Like, they're they're two blokes at the CIA, right? Yeah. Like, I so say, this guy's doing this, and this guy's doing this. So everything's cool. Like, there's like nothing happens in that film. No, yeah. and it's summed up by those two scenes. And I did brilliant. remember enjoying that one though. Yeah, I, I can't even remember. I've got it on Blu-ray. It was given to me for free. I watched it once. You, and that was you it. love Sweet Home Alabama, is it? Is that what's Raising called? Arizona? Raising Arizona. I love Raising Arizona. And that's got Cage in it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. got Nicolas Cage and Holly it. Hunter. Which Son. I, I haven't Francis seen. Francis McDormand. Fargo. Fargo's great. Nah, yeah. Fargo. See again. Well, I liked Fargo. See, yeah. I studied Fargo at school. Yeah. I wish I studied Fargo at school. Actually. Yeah. What did you study? Um, well, Dead Poet Society. Great. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably the reason why I love that so much. Billy Elliot and Cabaret. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah nice. I did Cabaret as well. We did, we did Psycho. Oh, that would have been good. It was good, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Hail Caesar's another one. That's one of more recent. Yeah, I didn't dig out. There was Caesar's another kind of relative. Blood Simple's their first one, which is really good. Something more recent that I'm thinking of. The um, Man Who Wasn't There. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. With uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. Francis McDormand again. Francis McDormand is married to Joel. Joel, Ethan, Joel. Anyway, so you're gonna have to. Exp- what's the appeal of this movie? So Al, well, you were saying for me, this is that, this is yeah, the Coen Brothers masterpiece. As okay. far as I'm concerned, why? Why? Ex- yes, I'm at a loss here. Okay. I'm oh, sitting True here. Grip. I didn't. I like True. Oh Grip. yeah, True Grip was oh, yeah. good, but True Grip was just a remake. Yeah, okay. it wasn't just a remake. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, a serious man is supposed to be real. I've, I did see a serious man a long time ago and kind of didn't get it. Yeah. But um, why is this movie good though? 
Yes. You like the Hudsucker proxy, don't oh, you? Oh, I love the Hudsucker proxy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that one. Brad Lebowski. Sorry. Lebowski. <laughs> I love the fact that Included he the is you the know? completely underestimated guy. He's just, he's a pacifist. Mm. And he just wants to just get on with his life. He has no drive. He doesn't want to be anything. He doesn't need to be anything. He is what he is. Mm. And he just has very, very simple things in life. He just wants to smoke weed, listen to Credence, go bowling. Enjoy his rug. And enjoy his rug. Because it really tied the room together. <laughs> oh, totally but again, tied it's... The room <laughs> I like think, his new rug, though. I think what I really like about it is that, again, same as Burn After Reading, like nothing happens in this film. Oh, no, a fair bit happens. Yeah, quite a bit happens. Well, but there's no... But oh there's no. God. You guys just did the George Costanza and Jerry Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> something <laughs> has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Bang, you're right. Thanks, like being Jerry. <laughs> I, no, sorry, but I guess my point is that at the end, nothing's changed. Right. Mm. Fundamentally, he's they just go, fuck it, let's go bowling. Like, yeah. there's nothing really that's... Nobody's learnt anything it's after just a all movie this. It's about ju- a life it's experience. Just something is just happening. Yeah, Don, Donny mm. learned something. I mean, he learns he shouldn't be in high stress situations. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, have, I did enjoy uh, what's um. Oh my god, I've done a double blank. I've forgotten the actor's name and the psycho dude, the John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, yeah. He's what's so his character's good. name? I thought sorry? he was really good. Actually, he was yeah. awesome. Walter. Just, Walter. Walter. Yeah, because he was this like you know post he was a fucking like. Clearly has all kinds of post-traumatic stress going and on. And he's just an asshole. And I love, like, <laughs> honestly, like, the, when they're doing the money handover, I honestly thought shit was going to go down. And I love how I did really enjoy how painfully wrong it went. And clearly this dude, he's ready to rock and roll. He's got, like, a Tech 9 or something in his little pouch and it starts going off, spinning <laughs> down the street. It's like, yeah, Uzi. it's like an Uzi or something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I love that. Like, you know, like that he's just... Ready to kill someone, this guy. Like, you know, pulling the gun on the dude at the bowling alley. Like, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm on board with that character. He was someone, not that I can relate to him, but. Oh, just God, like, no. He'd be one just, of those guys that you just would just, you just walk away from. Like, yeah. even the bit where he's in the coffee shop and he's like, um, you know, it's my right, you know, to, I can sit here, I'm going to drink my coffee. Yes, yeah, you would. And I'd never want to be you'd with You'd leave that it guy. there, but he has to keep coming out with and saying things about, you know, I'm going to sit here, going to drink it all. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Just no one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Like, you, but then, you, then there's a bit in it though where he's been playing this asshole for the whole film, and there's the bit where Donnie's having the heart attack. Mm. Oh yeah. And he just he becomes this really compassionate guy. Then the next scene, he's a complete asshole again. Oh yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that scene where he's like, "No, dude, go get an ambulance." Quiet. He's there and he's holding Donnie, and he's like, he knows exactly what's going on. He's really calm mm. in the situation. He's just beaten the crap out of three nihilists. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the where he cleans up Flea with the bowling ball. Yeah, that is the yeah. greatest scene in Bit that film. Oh yeah, and he beats the other guy around the head with the with the radio with the ghetto blaster. Oh poor Donnie. <laughs> and yeah, and he just and he's just for the rest of the time though he's just you know Donnie, you're out of your element. Donnie, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> Same. Oh. He just says that all the time. Shut the fuck up and like super loud. Super so there's aggressive. there's a fan theory. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, that you love a good fan. Oh, I love a good fan theory. Uh, that Donnie doesn't exist. <laughs> he's just. Uh, uh, yeah. He's just part of Walter's PTSD. That's why he keeps telling him to shut up. Does why? Yeah. On does he? Because because I think there is there's there is one interaction with he's the always, dude, but he's always kind of just talking, but no one's listening to him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. Walter's the only one who really acknowledges him. Yeah. 
Um, that's good. I like that. Yeah. So, but the interaction quite... that the dude has could just be him interacting with Walter. Yeah, it's it's as he walks away in a, in the car park. Dude, your phone's ringing. Yeah, doesn't explain the ashes. That, and he's scene, like, "Thanks, Donny. Thanks, Donny." So there is one acknowledgement about of him. the ashes scene, though. Well, he could have died. I suppose it could be a representation, like he's scattering, scattering. Uh, or he could have died ages ago and metaphoric yeah. ashes or something. Oh, and the dude's just helping out Walter and just and going, what if whatever. it's like it's his mate from Nam that got killed? He yeah, still has the ashes. That's the thought. That's and the, he hasn't been able to let him go. Mm, yeah. yeah, okay. Oh. That's the sort of the theory. Yeah, it's a bit. It's deep. not quite. It's too deep for this film. Like it's not as sound as the Willy Wonka is Charlie's dad. <laughs> yeah. That is air that time. is air or the um, like, a, like a dolphin's butt, butt. <laughs> or the uh, the Ferris doesn't exist that he's just. A figment of, of Cameron's, Cameron's imagination, imagination. Yeah. that oh, works yeah. really well. It does, but he drives the car. How about mm. no one in the film exists? Oh, in which film? Maybe. Oh, yeah. in this oh, film. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? This was a movie. Oh, I just I really. That, I, really I think it, it gets two it hours of boredom. So the reason why I love this, I love the journey that this nobody goes on. Mm. So he ends up meeting all these people. These I won't say they're influential people, but they're definitely colourful people yeah. that he would never have met any other way other than the fact that his name is Jeff Lebowski. Mm. Yeah. And that, that and that there's a whole bunch of very, very unintelligent people that he's having to deal with that think he is the other Lebowski. Yeah. Who ends up being not the person that we thought he was once his daughter, who's yeah. Julianne Moore. Um, so oh, good. Sheesh at me. Really? Oh, I was going to say, is there a film that she's in where she's not awesome? Because yeah. I couldn't think of one. She's awesome in everything. Nah, I agree. She's so good in this. <laughs> it's a 1998 cult classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guess. <laughs> nah. I don't know. Her accent sounded terrible. She was just annoying. Oh, so good. She just, yeah, no, mm. didn't like it. And there's heaps of people in it, like heaps of other oh, people in it, like so Sam Elliott. And yeah. Phil, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman was really Philip good. Philip Seymour Hoffman's yeah. fantastic. Him in this, yeah. 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 I yeah. thought he was great. Just the way he said dude, just like he just embraced the dude, yeah. Yeah. dude. philosophy. Like, mm. what are you doing, dude? You're like, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, of this dude. <laughs> perpetual bad guy, Peter Stormare. Is in this film as one of the nihilists. Oh yeah, always yeah. bad guy. Yeah, um, yeah. And, well, and flea, obviously. With is flea. he in? He's one of the bad guys in Fargo too. Yeah, he's in Fargo. But yeah. is he what in about the true Choc- the true Not- grit guy, the moustache guy? Was that true grit? The guy narrated at the start. Of oh, the Sam Elliott. Elliot. Yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah. He's in Tombstone. Tombstone yeah. it was, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I love that meme. Have you guys seen a meme of like him from like 30 years and ago? And he has not changed And he still looks bit, exactly, exactly the same. The same. Like, if anything, uh, his mo's got better. Yeah, yeah. So he did a really good cameo in um, Star is Born as the brother, the older oh, brother. Yeah. Even yes. Though, yeah, and he, he still hasn't too. changed. He still looks exactly yeah, the same. Even though that he was narrating, I didn't like the break in the fourth wall at the end that he did for some reason. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, Sorry. I think I agree. Like, yeah, sure. Whatever. No, I agree because it's like, you know, he was telling the story at the beginning, but he wasn't telling it to us, was he? It's so like I, he was just telling the story if, to someone else. If, if they cut to black then and then he narrated, I would have been happy with that. I don't know why. I just didn't like... I felt like just him talking to the camera felt... It's a bit stupid. jarring. I suppose it, it kind of takes but the story telling us, and uh, just... But this, this film is so, like, odd anyway that it oh, kind yeah. of fit in... With just like what's happening now, like they all are though, aren't they? Like all these Cohen brothers things, like they're all bloody yeah. odd. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, what's the odd? No country for old Yeah, no country. It's not odd. I it's think just cha- their styles really changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the True Grits and the No Country is a very different films. Yeah, I haven't seen True Grits. But the, well, the True Grits was the first is, film that True they did good. that wasn't their film. 
Yeah. What What is True Grit about? Give me the quick. True Grit quick was originally synopsis. a John Wayne film, and he's it's a western. Oh, and he's a guy right. it's got that Matt Damon in it, and Matt no, the original Damon. film is Hayley. John Wayne. Okay, Sonnenfeld. and um, and it's yeah. a it's a John Wayne film, so it's all yeah, beautifully right. shot and pretty and. Ooh, uh, not very pretty. So it's about it's very, about yeah. it's about this this girl trying to avenge the death of her dad. I think. Yeah, it? and the guy that the bounty hunter guy that she teams up with in the remake is Jeff Bridges, so the dude. Oh right. And he's the, he's the bounty hunter guy that is paid by this girl too. Yeah. I, I, from memory. <laughs> is there like this whole calling me the dude stuff? <coughs> I've heard it my whole bloody life. <laughs> I'm the dude, you know. And mm. is there any part of you guys? I'm looking at you two, Al and Brad. The old guys. Is there any part of that that is just so stupid and lame to you, or is you just so embracing of this whole the dude? Because I, I just the whole time just like he's the dude. Ugh. Yeah, and I suppose it, I it's, it's, a, it's an era thing as well, like an era, era thing. Like it's yeah. The thing about it is it's it's ridiculous. It's corny. Mm. Like I don't. I think it's ridiculous that he's taken on this moniker, right? Mm. Like, it's insane. And it's things like the interaction with his landlord <laughs> blows my mind, you know? His landlord's like, oh, you know, he, it, at first he's just a mate who comes up to the door. He's like, oh, hey, I've I've got my dance oh, recital God. thing coming up. I'd love you to give me notes because you're like... You're the dude. You're <laughs> like the coolest guy that I know. Can you come and give me notes? And then right at the end of that conversation, he's like, oh, also, it's the fifth. Yeah, but the tenth. Yeah, by the way, yeah, you owe me rent. You owe me rent. <laughs> and, and, and the dude is like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. Like, he's just like this absolute sort of alpha in his group. See, I didn't feel that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I think you nailed it by saying in his group. Yeah, he's like yeah, a, yeah. He's yeah, totally yeah, yeah. a loser. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. That's exactly the losers. point, though. Like, <laughs> within his circle, he's the dude. But oh, but yeah. outside of that, he's, he's just, just this dropkick. <laughs> he's like, a loser. He's this stoner, like, deadbeat. Yeah, because he's not even dude. It's the dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's the dude. Or... El Duderino, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think like, like I would strike. I'm like the dude. I'm not calling you the dude, man. Like that's weird. Yeah. But but within his little world, he's the dude. He's the dude, and and that's how the people sort of around and under him, I guess, in his little social group, seem like it works. That's all well and good, but it just say. Um, I'd like I just say I've got a nickname. I don't know what it is. Yep. I'm not going to go The Chops. There. I'm the Chops, okay? <laughs> and you all call me the Chops. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The moment I go to my boss, now nah, can you call me the Chops? It's like you Exactly. Uh, yes. That's exactly the whole point. I don't like the it's point. It's the cringiness. I suppose it's a movie that's based <laughs> it, around the cringiness of it. The more cringe you can throw into this movie, no, but the, he's so, the better it is. Like it's, <laughs> he's so, like, you know, they talk about it. Sam Elliott talks about it. He's like, every so often there's a guy that's just an absolute, that a right fit. The man of the of his time. Of his time, like mm. of his place and his the area that he inhabits. And that's exactly like you're you're proving our point. Like, am I though? Like, uh, I would. There's no way if in real society someone said, "I oh, actually, that's not my name. Can you call me the dude?" Like, like I write on my like when I go look. This is a long bow to stretch, but when I go to the blood it. bank, I have my full name, and then in brackets I write Al. Yeah, 
Because I'm like, it feels weird when people use my full name, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's not... It's not the dude. It's Al. not the dude. <laughs> but can you imagine if it was, if I'm like, if I wrote, you know, Al, and then I put in brackets, the, the dude. Chops. And the so chief. every time they address me, they're like, all right, Al, can you just tell us your name and date of birth? I'm like, the dude. I'm like, dude, I got a lot, of, doing t- it. I got a lot of tables. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I got a lot of tables. Like, it, it, it's exactly that point. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And and the the big Lebowski says that often. He's like, "You're a bum. You're a loser. Like, get a job. Yeah, get a job, sir." <laughs> but we find out that he well he doesn't been, actually have a job. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and and the absurdity grows and continues and. And Did it's he, just, he says oh, that, I like, so I'm getting him around a bit. The nah, dude, nah. <laughs> the dude <laughs> talks about how he got heaps of money. Didn't he? he used to be in Wall Street or something? Or what? Did he, what did he say he did? I can't. I can't remember. It was, it's a number of weeks ago since he I was here. a roadie for Metallica at some and, point, and, 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 and they're, they're all assholes. They're all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the that first was his, time I picked that up. That was his uh, foray into the music <laughs> industry. He was the original narrator on some big legal document. Before it was rewritten. That's right, yeah. Um, and there was the Something 7. Oh, that's right. There was, I, And which I think might be something in the States. Oh, I don't know what's yeah, in And he, he was one of the seven. He was one of the seven, yeah. He yeah. Goes, it was, that was me. And yeah, he was some guys. like big shot. He was some, something to do with accounting or money or and something. he was blackballed like or something. Blackbird or... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So he might have been a whistleblower or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's him. So he obviously has enough yeah. money to pay rent and not do anything and just buy another rug man buy weed and dude just continuous bottles of cooler and vodka yeah um oh the amount he was drinking it's like those movies you know when you get a movie where where it's like someone's just constantly smoking yeah. and i'm like dude i feel like i'm getting lung cancer watching this movie you know like it's like i'm like dude you gotta stop drinking dude <laughs> it's like every like you know like you, someone gets called to an office and they've got their little whiskey station and they pour whiskey oh, you're like dude you're at work man <laughs> You're at work. You can't be drinking. Yeah, but it's the 50s. It's, uh, no, it's not just the 50s. It's like every big boss. Yeah. Like, particularly mob boss has like a it's always whiskey like station. The glass decanter with the glass like top yeah, that comes them off. Yeah, both the crystal. glass. Yeah, it's crystal. crystal. In fact, decanter. Jeff Bridges does that in Iron Man. Yeah. He walks, he's yeah. in, he's yeah. in uh, yeah. Tony's office and he's like, ah, Tony always gets the good stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, the cave. <laughs> The thing, <laughs> the thing I also love about Sorry. this is I love all the little bit characters in it. So I love the nihilists. I love oh, Jesus. Hated the nihilists. Uh, Why I, can't I remember Jesus? Why can't I remember Jesus? <laughs> How do you not remember John, Jesus? John Turturro. John Turturro. And the introduction, oh, oh, the introduction so, to him where he's got the bowling ball, he yeah. gives it the lick. And oh, I love it. And it's just uh, the uh, like the. See, that was a real don't mess with the Zohan moment for me. The yeah. licking of the bowling ball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I suppose I see, the love is, his character. This came out before. Zohan, right? Oh, 100% it did. But oh, yeah, years well and years. Yeah, like yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, So it's like, you know, like if you know, delete Zohan out of your head, then Jesus, kind of a better character. It's like it's. So, Tim, Jesus. you'll be pleased the to Jesus. hear. The Jesus. <laughs> the dude, the Jesus. Like it's. You'll be pleased to hear that uh, John Turturro mm. is, I think he's directing, he's obviously starring in, there's going to be a spin off. Which I'm not excited for, for the record. For this Jesus, I for got this a- Jesus character. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, there's a whole film coming. Excellent. Yeah, well, he is a pedophile. <laughs> he did expose himself to an eight-year-old. God. <laughs> um, um, but that's that suit, that purple suit. 
and just the the attitude of him, oh. and especially when we're talking about oh, you know, we bring your piece out here again, I'm gonna stick it up your ass and pull the trigger until it goes click. click. <laughs> and then the dude goes, Jesus, and he goes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Gosh. <laughs> like, do you enjoy it? Like, the writing of this film is really nice. Like, I really like the writing. The script is really good. There's mm. lots of like back and forth, really quick. Well, there was plenty. There was yeah. plenty of bits where I'm like, oh, that's kind of yeah, I like that little bit or whatever. But yeah, but and generally, the, the kid, dude and the Walter are two people couch. that you would never think would be friends, but they're obviously good friends. As much like, as Walter is a complete cock, yeah. like that, that coffee just, scene you mentioned, I thought that was good. Like how he just stays there. He's like, I'm finishing my coffee. Yeah, um, but he can. He's talking about it. This. Yeah. Like, you want a toe? I can get you a toe. Like, yeah. And the and fact really, that I like the fact that the Walter always like, I converted had, to. I'm a Jew. I converted. And Walter I'm always knew Catholic. what to do. He's like, we're gonna do this. Yeah. It's gonna do this, 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 and it would never go right. Yeah. yeah. But I like. But that. the dude is always like, okay, like, yeah, okay, we'll, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Like, no, at no point does he say stop. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of times where the dude's like, like, what's he he stop? stop? The coffee. He do, yeah, that's yeah, true. Like the the the. But even like during the hand, like when they're supposed to do the money handover and stuff, and Walter's got his own plan, and dude's like, no, dude, like let's just Walter, let's just do this normally. Yeah, like true. let's just yeah. The, there's a lot of the only thing that goes right like, yeah. in the whole thing, other than it kind of also totally goes wrong mm. is when Walter destroys the three nihilists. Oh yeah. Cuz he does it all by himself. He like cleans up Flea with the bowling ball and then he what's the main he guy? Bites Peter Stormare's ear off. He bites his ear off yeah. and then whacks the other dude knocks him out with his with his ghetto blaster with the the classic just like, you know, 1980s yeah. sort of <laughs> trance music going which Come is on. fantastic. It's the only thing done, but obviously Donnie dies in that scene from the the stress of the thing as well. But as I said, even then he switches he into exists. this if I'm he just exists, saying. if he exists, that's so the like, only thing that goes right. And the fact of like when he cleans play up with the bowling ball still is one of the oh. funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I love that. And the amount of times that they say, "Where's the money, Lebowski? Uh-huh. Where's the fucking money, Lebowski?" <laughs> and everybody says it. Even the dude oh. says it to the other Lebowski. That's <laughs> great. But it's just it. the absurdity. The whole thing just seems to work. Like, well, it's like this guy just gets caught up in this whole underground. Yeah, and he just has no like it's. It's. I'm thinking. I don't know why I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking of being there. Have you ever seen being there? No. Or read being there? Might have been something you did at school. So it's a real simpleton guy, and he's just so simple and so like he says things matter of fact, whatever his observations, and he ends up getting all the way to being president of the U.S. Because everyone reacts to him weird, like, oh yeah, you know, you make a good point. Like, he's he's very just simple-minded, and uh, you know, observes things. Can I say that's it? Forrest Gump esque, kind of, but not. Yeah, kind of. Because yeah. Forrest Gump's like he's very Forrest simple, Gump's but he's got very that, good. Yeah, and he just gets he gets a really long way from nothing. Really, oh, yeah. You know Luck I mean? is seems like that's kind of where this is. Like, okay. he's just this laid-back dude. That's not really involved in anything, but just gets involved and continues to be involved. Well, I feel like he gets reluctantly swept up in stuff. Swept up is like a better through word. Yeah. through Walter's, you know, insane plans. 
now all of a sudden he's but he explains the whole plan of what was happening so they even said at the start you know you've got to look for the person that's going to benefit the most yeah and then he even says to when he meets the big Lebowski and he says it's like I I get it it's like you were the one that could benefit the most I'm just the guy that you could blame it all on because I'm just a you know a low beat nothing and he goes you are and he's like well yeah I am so is (laughs) this do we like is was there a million bucks in that briefcase no no there was never a million we don't think there was no there was never a million dollars in the briefcase there wasn't there was two phone books and it was the as they said they threw out a ringer for the ringer because the whole point was that it was bunny who was had faked her own kidnapping and he's gone this is a great way for me to get her out of my life and and also hey i can get a million bucks out of this because juliette moore's character says he's got no money He's on the yeah. board because I allow him to be on the board. It's Every all, the, all the money's mine. It's yeah. my mum's and it's my money. And that's mm. why she takes back the rug because she said, he gave you a rug. It wasn't yours to give. It was a gift from yeah, me to my, my mum. Yeah. yeah, it's mm. my rug. Yeah. <laughs> and this one he's like, ooh, okay. Um, David Thewlis is in this. Who? Uh, the bloke who played um, Lupin in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the like the video artist. What's his name? Knox Harrington. Yep. The video artist. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's and the he's werewolf. speaking some funny language. Yeah, laughing a lot. That's the werewolf guy. Yeah, yeah he was too. <laughs> he kept giggling. In everybody else's favourite Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, this movie's great. As I said, this for me, this is the Coen Brothers masterpiece in the line of... If a lot of other Coen Brothers films that, that people love, this for me, and for a lot of people I know, this is this is it. This is the turning point. This is their shining light in a lot of films they've done. They've I done a lot of films. get it. They've also split up now and they do separate films, don't they? They've done mm. some... that have, And there have been films that have been done really well. Don't just get how it. this is a masterpiece, though. Yeah, like, I, don't like, understand. I don't understand the cult following around this. Like, I get it, like some people... Want. I think I get the cult following for some reason. Like, I get that, but I just don't understand... What I don't get is that people... So there's a religion. There's a dead set religion. That's called, just for lazy... That's called dudism, yeah, right? right? Uh. Which I've got a problem with because I'm like, they don't get... It's what we were talking about before. It's like, I get to be lazy. Woo. Yeah, it's what we were talking about before with this guy. This whole thing is satirical. Like, this guy's a loser. Mm. But yeah. in his little world... He's the he's dude. He's the coolest guy. He's the dude. And so this religion seems to be based on... Yeah, the dude is the best guy ever. Which is what the film's trying to point out, that no, that this guy not. isn't to be exactly, worshipped. Exactly, exactly. It's just, it's it seems really odd that the whole point of this film has been completely missed. By and, a huge and, part and, of the following. Yeah, and completely interpreted wrong. Yeah, it's it's really, I think that sort of blows my mind about it all. Yeah. And that's weird because I think we find out in a lot of things that the dude's actually quite intelligent. He just he chooses to be lazy. He yeah. chooses to be the guy he is. So he's he's worked out what's going on. He's there's things he quotes that are he's obviously educated and he's quite intelligent, got a good memory and stuff. He chooses to be an alcoholic, pot smoking, couch sitting. You not- could almost say he's someone who's reached enlightenment. He's maybe, someone that's gone maybe. through the motions. And has found enlightenment and is now content with the world. Is he content Simple. Yeah, at the end. At the end, though. At the end, he's as happy as Larry. I feel like at the start, before those dudes steal his rug. I don't know if he's he's He was quite content. Because because the stealing of the rug upsets his whole balance. Yeah. uh, Yeah. and, And the beauty of the ridiculousness of this film is he ends up 
exactly where he was at the start because that's where he wanted to be the whole time. Mm. No, everything that happens in the middle is, just is him trying to get back to that point of not being disturbed, <laughs> just being in his own little world. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I found Still don't some, get it. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a great... Um, when this was played on telly, Mm-hmm. There was a lot of. Let's say they watched a cut a lot. There of was them. a lot of ADR, and the best stuff comes when they visit the kid, and Walter smashes up the car. Oh He's yeah! Like, this is what happens. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> but all the all the ADR lines are like insane. They're so good. They're like, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is what happens when you feed a stranger scrambled eggs. Like, they're all like these insane lines that John Goodman had to go in and, like, come up with clean, clean versions for the telly. Why even put it on telly? Have a listen. Yeah, well, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, just put it on telly, but an hour later. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Like, oh, goodness. Interesting fact the dude never, we never actually see the dude bowl. No, we film. don't, do we? You know? He never bowls. He's getting ready to bowl. He's getting shoes on, clips his hair back. He never throws a ball yeah. in the whole film. Huh. Yeah. 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 What? If, if you had to summarise, like, is this a bowling film? Is it a... Uh, like, I don't even think this is a comedy. Like, It's as much a bowling this film this is totally as Ferris Bueller's a baseball film. I love, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. You're like, this isn't a comedy. And they're like, hang on a hang minute. Hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on. Just, I just, think there's the difference. There is the like the gap between us in this booth. This booth has never been bigger than today. Oh, not since, wow, not since, since Highlander. Not since wow. Highlander has this booth grown so much. <laughs> like you guys are really far away over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, we swapped the what booth you, out for the TARDIS tonight. I, so yeah. even watching yeah. this today, because I just thought I'll just watch it again. Even though I watched it last week anyway. For yeah. this and then and and then watch it again today. There's still bits in it where I'm still pissing myself laughing. I still. Giggle. I still giggle at when you in the introduction like to the, what? the Jesus. Like at what? At what? Tell I, me, Brad. Tell me. Just every time someone says, where's the money, Lebowski? I always oh, just yeah. The repetition. Giggling. You know what? This is this is like Brad with um, Blade Runner. He just can't get it. He doesn't get it. And oh, maybe yeah. you saw this. I, yeah, I don't get it. I, don't get, I appreciate Blade Runner. I just don't get it. Yeah, do you Blade, Blade Runner? Do you, appre- Runner. do you appreciate the big Lebowski, Jules? Do you appreciate it? No, <laughs> not overly. Not overly. That's but okay. I mean, but in the same light that, see, like I will watch. Don't you dare say Revolver again. I will. <laughs> say, I will watch Revolver. <laughs> I will Dude, watch you will watch Titanic two. You've seen Titanic oh, yeah. two like four a number times. of times. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it a number of times. You're right, a weird character, but it gets it gets better every time I watch it. Oh, right? But because it makes sense because because it's good to laugh at. Whereas like Revolver, for example, like that's a movie I really enjoy. I find it a very intricate movie about about ego and consciousness and right there's all these levels to revolver whereas this movie even if i feel like i search for the levels and try to find like the 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 real valid point to the movie like revolver's all about dissolving the ego right there's a specific is purpose it? to the movie yeah it is i'll tell, I'll tell you all about it sometime. Okay. it was about chess <laughs> right oh, but it's all, no, it's all about losing the ego What's the point of this movie? I thought it was about having to fill out a contract and just make a movie because that's what your contract <laughs> no, was. No, no, Lockstock no. did pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. <coughs> but yeah, like I, I can't understand even a subplot or a point or a, like what's what can I learn from this film? Can you I need learn, to learn something from a film? Well, I think Al explained it pretty well about 
you know, and that kills me to say, but it, <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just make sure we're actually recording this. Yeah. Um, yeah, about the whole, it's the inner circle where he's the man, but outside he's not. But that's mm, totally yeah. okay. I yeah, like I, his interaction with the cop. When uh, they when they find his car, he's like, hey, like you oh, know, yeah. there, have you got any leads? And the cops like <laughs> leads. What are, yeah, we got yeah, the whole got you one working on shifts. They got us working in shifts. <laughs> you're lucky. It's, it's almost like the cop was like, "You're lucky we allowed you to park your car in this lot." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. And just the uh, and I love that scene where the two cops are sitting there when he's actually telling him about the fact his car's been stolen, mm. and uh, and my rug got stolen. And then huh. the phone goes off, and she's on the phone saying, it's the nicest "I have your rug." Cop ever. Yeah, have your rug, and he goes, "Oh, I guess we can close the case on that one then." <laughs> <laughs> and the other cop's sitting there, just sifting through the ashtray. There's all these joint butts in there, and he's just looking around. At so, Jules, yeah, man. As a owner of, right, an- just can I just say, your guns look amazing right now. Do they? Yeah, I've done no work on them. Isn't that uh-uh. lovely? Um, he gets that from me. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Beating you up so much, you know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um. As a 84 Corvette owner. And a red one too. And a red oh, yeah. one. How did, you, how did you feel about that scene? Did pretty that... pretty cringy to be yeah. honest. I don't. I think that's a little bit newer than an 84. It's a bit... Sure. There's a couple of mods. Anyway, but it, it's a C4 Corvette. Okay. And yes, I sit there and I went, shit, that looks a lot nicer than mine one does. It's, uh, but <laughs> well, yeah, as soon as they start when smashing... It, when it starts, it looks nicer. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> when, when it's got a charged there. battery. But... Uh, it's, yeah, when he was he was doing the windows initially. I, I think he sm- started smashing the windows and the headlights, and I went, "That's all right. Those are easily can replaceable parts." But then he started going Start into the, the, the bonnet and the body, and I'm like, "Ooh, I'm like that bonnet. That's a big piece of fiberglass right there." I was going to say, I was about to say, "Is your car still fiberglass?" Yeah, that's yeah the whole thing's, thing, whole thing's fiberglass. fiberglass cars. Well, the beauty the beauty the is that if you crash it, it just explodes into a puff of fiberglass. You know, so. <laughs> But, um, so you got to drive around in a respirator in case. Yeah, you yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, once they started hitting on the body, I was just like, oh shit, oh yeah. That, that, that but that also, that's not a rare a car in the states, though. Absolutely that was not. a pretty popular. Those car. Corvettes, like including mine, they're like it's like the Commodores of Australia. They're yeah. everywhere. So there was yeah. that and the Trans Am. They were just like the they Trans just were pumping Am, yeah. those things out. Yeah, what about today though? Uh, they're kind of like you yeah, if you if you're into sports cars and you're like you know you're a kid who's like 20 and you want to buy a cheap sports car kind of V8 yeah get an old old 80s Corvette you know like they're not amazing cars yeah you know like you know, my lawnmower has more power than my Corvette does yeah it's you know, not like, the point uh, that it's not an amazing car exactly right like it's a bloody red Corvette it's a red Corvette, oh, it's a red <laughs> Corvette. that's yeah. it you can't exactly you right. can't drift your lawnmower can't well <laughs> I don't know mate you watch me uh <laughs> not like DK. DK, yeah. Donkey Kong. Donkey. <laughs> it's, it's on my list. It's on my list. Drift. Anyway, What's so drift? Drift. <laughs> Take care, drift guys. <laughs> oh, you guys just better hold on. Uh, anyway, did see what is it? Shore and Hobbs, which is the new. Yeah. Oh, now, my it. nephew, who's an so, avid oh fan God. of all the Fast and the Furiouses, which makes me hate him. Fast and Furious the Furious High. The Fast and the Furious High. Furioso. Uh, he went and saw the new Hobbs and such and such movie. Shore and Hobbs. Shore and Hobbs. And even even my nephew, who is a, a trailer trash pee plate, a burnout <laughs> bloody. How easy? Oh, oh no no no! He loves the Fast and Furious. The out there. He hated it as well. Even he said it was garbage. And I was just like, wow! If you're saying it, it's like it must be really bad. It might be good then. Game back so, to the game back to the film. Right. What, what do you think of all the swearing? Is it too much? <laughs> it bothered me. They bring it up though in the film. So Does he it? says, "Can you stop with all the cussing?" He goes, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> I know that's yeah. I, I think, acknowledge that, but 
yeah, it feels it definitely feels like part of the characters. Hmm. And you talk, you know, people talk about oh, people that use lots and lots of swearing are lazy. Hmm. I've heard a, people say no. people that use lots of swearing are also highly intelligent. Well, I don't that's know. Debatable, <laughs> well, it's all about I whether you swear a lot or not, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I guess there's that sort of angle you could take. Has to that it. has that changed at all for you guys throughout the years of viewing it? Like now, no, that- because because Walter is such a caricature. Like he's. I, I can't picture anyone that's actually like Walter. Oh, I could. I reckon that, it, that he's yeah. he's in such his own bubble that that that's very much part of him. Like it's it just feels yeah appropriate for him. Mm. I I reckon going off what you just said, then Brad. I reckon there's a lot of people who are like that who are just. But they tried also fake. So Walter comes along as this this massively aggressive you know, horrible person, mm. but he's still looking after his ex-wife's dog. He's still, you know, oh, yeah. so he's still, he's still got, there's a certain part of him that is just soft and squishy. Yeah, he's still he's practicing Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Like he's, he's honorable. Yeah. 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 Yep. Like he's very, yeah, like, militarized. This is what I've said I'd do. Yeah, yeah. I'd serve I, my country. I reckon I encountered someone like woman. him when I was in Los Angeles. Like I got onto a bus that had like all three people on it. And I sat down and there was a dude standing, obviously chose to stand, but this cranky dude in a military uniform, like old crazy guy comes up to me or no, he comes up to the guy who is standing and clearly gestures at me and goes, look at this punk sitting down while you got to stand. And I'm like, oh, dude, do you want to sit down, man? The guy's like, no. I was like, okay. I reckon there's a lot of these like really strung out ex-military types who are just like ready to snap at any point. Like... Like, so like what going off what you were saying before, how there's a lot of these people out there. I'm like, yeah, I reckon there's a lot of them. So, well, it's an industry in the states. So we were talking about this in the last episode. So that military thing, uh, it's, yeah, it's totally. not something. It's very, very different here. It's yeah. literally, it's an industry in the states. It's mm. you know, it's family orientated. It's you know, military people have military kids and their kids and their blah blah blah. And it's just part of what you do. Plus, yeah. it's a, and it is, it's that money making industry of churn, churn, churn. Whereas mm. here it's it's very very different here. It's, we, we don't have the same context in military stance. Mm. Whereas he's and and Walter is part of that machine, and also being a Vietnam guy, where you know they didn't get the same respect as yeah, even totally. the Korean guys and and everyone before them and anyone after them who got less and less and less. Yeah, 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 um, totally. So, mm. Mm. well, you know, we uh, we are kicking on a bit here, fellas. We definitely are kicking on a bit. Yeah, right. Well, it's got to be time for my favourite segment. Oh, I reckon it's yes. becoming one of my favourites as well. So that would be... Every film has a shared universe. Amazing. It's amazing that you're able to get that vocal range live every episode. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's inspiring. I feel like we're going to struggle with this one. Oh. Just a just a buck trend in this segment. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of feel like the dude could just be like, like, you know, Ted's... Bum uncle or something, you know, like it's, <laughs> like it's almost, could, it's almost, yeah, that could totally be related. Yeah. Yep. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. I suggested that maybe at some point in the summer, Bill and Ted work at the bowling alley. Oh yeah. They just happened to be, like, they just happened to be. Or in Napoleon the stayed in the future. Oh, of course. And stayed Napoleon at the bowling alley. Napoleon goes to that bowling alley. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. 
Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> that's a, that's... I love that in our last two episodes, the only way we've been able to relate the universes is through some kind of sport, sport. that one of the characters has taken an interest in. But but to be fair, there's a lot more bowling hmm. than there is baseball in Bill and Ted. Like, they spend time in the this bowling This is alley. very true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that could be so you could say Bill and Ted's technically a bowling film. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Brad's merit, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so Napoleon mm. and Deacon go to that bowling alley. It's mm. the same bowling alley. Yeah, they share. It's just it may be a different night. Sure. Yeah, because it's league night when they're could, there. Could the guy who owns the bowling alley that kicks Napoleon out be Walter in the future? Ooh, yes. Beat it, buddy. B- Pay. Yeah. Pay. Could it be? Yep. Yep. Well, is been. that irrefutable? That's it's irrefutable. irrefutable. Well, <laughs> that could be irrefutable. Although, although you know, like irrefutable status. Bill and Ted's is set in a much earlier time, so technically Walter couldn't be. What is Lebowski set? It's set in '98. No, it's set in '92, early '90s. Ah, yeah. so it's not that different. So it's set yeah, right. Technically, it's set in a, in a time earlier when the Iraq War just they were still. I mean, maybe it could be Walter's yeah. dad that owned, that owned the. Or bowling. maybe Walter used to own it and now he just bowls there. Yeah, but Problem the guy, yeah, or yeah. it's just a bowling alley. <laughs> that they've got to. All right, look, I think it's flawless. Dust your hands of that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <sighs> I think we did good on that one. Great segment. Great well segment. Done. My favorite. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, right then, ratings. Oh, has Rick gotten onto us? Yeah, I got some correspondence oh. from Rick. Timmy, can you do me a favour? Can you bust up the? I sent an email through that gave a great detailed. Uh, Did you? Yeah, I'd like you to read that uh, when when it comes to it. If you if you can pull it up, and I think I even put a score in there. If you're able to pull it up, one of you. All right, several phones here. Mm-hmm. People who love it really love it. Whole mm-hmm. cult status thing. Insane acting. I was tossing up between a few films, and this was a no-brainer when I thought of it. And it's just cool. It brings people together. Uh, when you meet someone like who the loves rug. it, like the rug, really tie the room together. Yeah. Well, uh, really quickly. I mean, when, remember when I took the rug out of this I, room? Well, you, uh, one of the first uh, things you guys commented on was the fact that the rug wasn't in here. So true. Yeah. And it didn't. The, now this rug does tie this room together completely. I will not piss on it. <laughs> As Sorry, for the score, I haven't seen Bill and Ted in a long time. Ooh, monster shame. He needs a recalibration. Rick. Yeah. And while I'd like to think I didn't love, appreciate it the way you guys do, so uh, so the score, I say, is 150. Thanks, fellas. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. 150. Yeah. Mad for it. Two, really quick, how old's Rick? If, I mean, if we don't he's mind. Year, yeah, he's one year younger than I am. Oh, wow. So I kind of figured that if he was our generation, he'd hate on this film, but I thought he might have been maybe, you know, Older. your generation. No, no. <laughs> No, it's because I was um, saying Rick, earlier to El, so there's a guy that we know that's probably your age, so mm. used to over there. Ah, young and, and, and he's he's a massive fan of this, and he's actually been to Lebowski Fest, which is a festival they have for this film every year. He's they actually a been there. Yeah, and he's mm. like one of his favorite T-shirts is a T-shirt with the Dude Abides written on it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Wow. So I've just got Julian's, our Julian's That's email me. about the Big Lebowski. So I'm bringing it up from a while ago. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Sent it through because we, we might have, we may have done the record, but I was earlier, sick. Yeah. So I couldn't yeah, we've, make it. We've, we've postponed the recording. Yeah. So I'll read out Julian's. Tell us what Jules. Sure. Nice detailed correspondence. Really? There is only one thing to be said about the Big Lebowski. Revolver was a better film. <laughs> 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40%. 40
40%. Yeah. Term. It's not the worst. Not the worst. Are you staying? Still don't get are it. Are you standing by that, Jules? 40%? No, I am. I am. I still stand by it. Nice. I didn't hate it. I just don't get it. Sure. That's, it's my confusion. I don't understand what the sure, hype sure. is. But sure. All right, I'll keep going. It's the uh, Walter character. I'm going to give this... Uh, you know what? I'm going to go back to back. I'm going to give this one 100%. Ooh, okay. another Bill and Ted. Yeah, this is a Bill and Ted for me. Like like I said, I got 30 seconds into this film and I had to... I had Like, I checked the clock because I was sitting there just sort of giggling to myself. I'm like, here, here we go. It was yeah. like just after the tumbleweed. Mm. And I'm like, okay, here we go. This is going to be great. Oh, like, the tumbleweed. Such an easy... This is such an easy watch for me. And I lo- like, I've always loved the Coen Brothers style. I like... The repetitive dialogue that you were not thrilled with before, Tim, mm. is a real like, it's like a shtick. flag for them, yeah. And it, and I think it works really well, and they've done it well before, and they do it well after this. Mm. Um, yeah, it's good. It's that re- yeah, and they use it across lots of different characters. So, so it's the same line of dialogue, but they repeat it lots and across mm. different people. It it really sort of. <laughs> It really ties the whole thing together. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Even I was embarrassed by I'm that. not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Tim. Right. Uh, I'm 35. Yeah, okay. Pretty low. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, look, Bill and Ted's a great film. You know what? Like, I understand. I like after today, I see why people like it and you like it. I just couldn't. You know what? I might watch this a second time and think it's the best thing ever. It's not going to be for a while. Yeah. 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 But, but, um, I just I laboured through it big sure. time. Mm. I kept checking the time to see how long was left. La, 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 la. <laughs> I don't know what that is, yeah. but okay. Yeah. Brad? That's it. I'm just checking in to see what condition my condition is in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I love this film, so I'm going to give it 120. Ooh. Yep. Wow. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. No, that's it. This is this is for me. This is the Coen Brothers masterpiece. This is what made them. Then oh, they've look, just carried on from here. They had great stuff before this. Oh, they like, did, but this this is the pinnacle. See, I would say Fargo is pushing their like popular masterpiece. Like Fargo is like Fargo is like ninety six. I think it was the sure. one just before this. Mm. Uh, and it was a hot like it was. Fargo is a completely different film. It is, but it's still <laughs> yeah. it's still Coen Brothers comedy though. It's still it's a dark. very very similar style. It's like that repetitive dialogue. It's that you know like interesting as characters a, as opposed to like a Hudsucker Proxy, which is much more of this zany comedy. And same with Raising Arizona as well. They're like a, a much more sort of zany comedy sort of thing. Whereas Fargo had that dark serious tone to mm. it as well, while still having it's that quite, style. Quite dark. Yeah. See if I had to choose anything from any of their stuff, it'd be No Country for Old Men. You know, like I yeah. like that that serious, dark, sure. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's not a lot of comedy in. Not no a lot of comedy in that. No. Right. Mm. Cool. Great characters, though. It's all about, and I think that's their thing that they're. It's all about the characters versus anything else. Yeah. So they create great characters, and there's really good depth in the characters. You understand the characters mm. in all their films. Yeah. Um, even to the point of the Hail Caesar thing, like you get yeah. it, and they get they usually get a lot of guys. They re- repetitively use actors a lot, yeah. Um, and they're always playing different roles, mm. and sometimes the actors are playing roles that you wouldn't expect them to play. Well, if you look at like Fargo, Steve Buscemi was and Peter Stormare were the yeah. were the bad guys, yeah, and then and very different to Donnie, who's 
the ultra good guy. Yeah, yeah and like super <laughs> meek. And yeah. if, if he yeah, exists. If, indeed he if exists. he exists, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Cool. So, Ooh, you want to tell them, Tim? Yeah, Brad, how can you find us? Well, uh, as per last episode, you can find us on all the socials. Just search uh, San Damas uh, Film or San Damas School of Film. So you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter. Um, uh, Facebook is the easiest way to find us. Or you can send us an email at sandemusfilm at gmail.com. If you'd like to request a film, please send us a blurb of what you think of the film and a score. That would really help. That'd be good. Yeah. And as we said, we'd like you guys choosing because it saves us having to do it. <laughs> Especially me. Definitely. <laughs> I've got a good for the rest of us, it means Jules before. doesn't have to choose. Oh, the rest of God. us are very happy. Titanic 2's in the waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. So. Yeah, so look, this is, I think it's pretty clear, this is episode 68. <laughs> is that clear, is it? That's I didn't read one of the numbers it, there. It is now. Oh, yeah, good point. So... <laughs> Next episode It's a special time Is a special time in the BTEU <laughs> um, Because It's episode 69 Dudes Dudes <laughs> uh, I'm sick of that word at the moment so <laughs> <laughs> um, It's tainted it for you So yeah So we've, we've got to do something We've got to do something So we've decided Amongst the four of us What we're going to do But We're going to just keep it at that And we're going to yep. Release episode 69 um, it's going to be great. It's going to be big, and then. But you'll have to. Just, you'll have to. You'll, you'll have, have to. to you'll Download have to tune it. in. You'll yep. have to tell your friends about it. Yeah. Say, hey man, what's it, what new podcast you be listening? Actually, actually, good time to get in on board. Episode sixty nine of San Diego School of Film. Yeah. Dudes. 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 <laughs> what number am I thinking of? <laughs> um. Yeah. So next. Yeah. Next episode is going to be huge. It's going to be big. Episode sixty nine. We're going to do something. Then we're going to get back into into our normal. Programming, as they say. <laughs> Are we happy with that? Oh, nice. yeah. Well, we happy. We happy. Um, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> He's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. Um, so, <laughs> thanks for joining us, <laughs> and be excellent to your ears and potty on, dudes. <laughs>